you dropped a lot of gold there, Bridget, but one of the things you talked about is like having an awareness about, is this serving me? And is this getting me to the life that I presently want and where I wanted to go? And the thing that was actually the hardest for me, the biggest challenge for me over this um, quarantine and experiencing COVID was not actually any physical manifestation at all. It was mental um, because I, I kept feeling like I was having this pressure in my chest. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is that breathing thing that they said was going to happen. And I would get like this heaviness. And so I, I was like, okay, take a step back, Rebecca, let's evaluate what's going on. I had just been scrolling on social media, reading any and all articles about COVID and hospitalizations and this, that, and this awful story and that awful story. That was what was causing that physical manifestation. Like that was what was causing that tightness in my chest. It was because I was getting worked up over things that I was consuming on social media and through the news. And so I had to be like, nope, we're cutting that off because I realized and made that connection for how I physically was feeling based on what I was consuming, not through my mouth, but through my eyes and my ears on social media and the news. And lo and behold, like I stopped consuming that kind of content and I didn't have that, that feeling in my chest and that, that pressure and that heaviness. And I'm like, I, I was fighting against myself because I was consuming things and I was telling myself, Oh, I need to be really informed about what's going on. And I need to know this, that, and the other, I'm like, no, it was not serving me in that moment. Yes, I'm glad that I knew what to do as far as a physical strategy, but it took me a, a couple of days, honestly, um, just being super vulnerable here to get to the point where I was like, oh, I need to watch what I'm consuming with my eyes and my ears because that is impacting me physically and it was impacting my recovery. And so I just had to go on a social media diet and cut out some of those newscasts and I had to fill myself with positivity I intentionally looked for podcasts that were positive, that fueled me emotionally. Um, I, I'm a Christian, so I, I dug deeper into my faith as well and listened to uplifting music, uplifting podcasts. And that helped my recovery, I believe, just as much as the, the physical supplements, the hydration that I was putting into my body on a physical aspect, my mental diet was even more important, probably. Um, but it, it did take me a couple of days. There were a couple of days where I was really struggling until I made the connection with what I was consuming with my eyes and my ears. I'm like, oh, I can't do that anymore. I had to replace it with positivity. And like I got more intentional on reaching out to friends and family. I did dig into my business. And every day I pretty much got dressed. And I mean, fixed my hair, put on makeup, even when I didn't feel like it. I created video content at home. Bridget and I did a lot of streaming where we did things together. And it was so great to have that outlet to, to pour into and to focus on instead of woe is me. Am I going to get worse? Am I going to be one of those weird cases that goes bad and goes south for no reason? Like, no, I'm not focusing on that, I'm focusing on what I can control. And that was literally a lifeline for me um, just to focus on positivity. Right. And that was, I wish you all sometimes could see our messages back and forth. And we really do live this. And, you know, Rebecca sent me a message like she's struggling. I'm like, what have you been looking at on social media? What are you watching? Like, I mean, you know, and she knows this and she was doing it, but just, just that reminder that there's a lot of things in our lives that we cannot control. So we have to shift our focus to what can we control? And if you know me, you know, I'm like a pretty, like I'm very, 
um, I'm pretty regimented on what I allow in my mind and what um, how I spend my time because it is what you are feeding yourself is what you will become. And so you have to choose positivity. You have to choose how you spend that time. Um, and so I'm super proud of you, Rebecca, for seeing it, knowing your tendency and fighting it every step of the way. Um, and it's super powerful. And just a lesson for all of us, like, you know, you didn't choose that you were going to get it, of course, but once you did, you had a plan, you just like, it's this thing of like tackling it and not just accepting things that come into our lives, but actually proactively going after it and saying, this is what I can control. And this is how I'm going to control it today. Exactly. And that's so, um, it's not just important for you. It's, it's everything, right? It's like, it's taking control of your life and saying, yeah, I, maybe I got this illness or maybe something happened to me that I couldn't control, but I can't always control how I respond. And so to me, that is very empowering instead of being disempowered by being a victim like, oh, this happened to me or, oh, this, you know, I got sick. You know, I was like, OK, I got it. A lot of other people have dealt with this. I've had close family members deal with it. I've even had, you know, a really close family member get hospitalized with it. It's not like I'm trivializing what has happened, but yes, like be proactive and be your own best advocate. And um, even dealing with medical professionals, there were some that I didn't see eye to eye on and I didn't feel like we're listening to me my concerns and my, my thoughts about my own health. And so I didn't stop there. Like I, I was my own best advocate and one of the things that has come out of this, like I've decided, you know, there are some things that I've let slip over the last several months. And I mean, I think if we're honest with ourselves, 2020 to 2021, a lot of us have given ourselves a little more leeway. We're like, we're dealing with a lot of negativity in the world. A lot of different stuff has been thrown at us. So yeah, if I want to eat an extra dessert, or if I want to stay up late or do these things, like we've had some excuses. I mean, for me, that time is over. This was a wake up call. I'm glad I was at the state I was in, but I could have been in a better state, right? And so we don't know what's going to come at us, what variants are going to happen, what other things are going to happen, but we can control how how we live day to day. And I want to, to bolster my immunity, to bolster my physical, my mental um, strength. And so like I'm recommitting to doing a 24-hour fast every week. I'm recommitting to doing a 60-hour fast once a month. I'm not going to let myself off the hook like I have been. Um, and I, one of the other things that I'm committing to is being more mindful and giving back to others because I know that I'm a better person when I'm pouring into other people. And I've kind of, you know, gotten into a little pity party kind of thing over the last several months. You know, it's, it's gotten kind of old, the grind of the negativity in the world. And I've kind of sheltered myself and just, well, I'm going to treat myself in this way or in that way. I'm like, no, it is time for me to give back to other people. There are people that have it way worse than what I do. And so it is my obligation to do what I can to make this world better for other people. And so that's another kind of commitment that I'm making to myself again, just to, to be more intentional about pouring into other people. And that's one of these, the reasons I told Bridget, I'm like, I really think I need to talk about what's been going on, my struggles the last couple of weeks and just kind of be vulnerable and be honest that it, it was a wake up call for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, you all give Rebecca some love in the comments. <laughs> 
I mean, she is being super vulnerable. And normally I tend to probably talk more when we do lives or on our show or on our podcast. Um, but she is just bringing it today. And you can feel her heart of um, like, I've just, I'm going to make a change and I'm going to do better. And we've already made a lot of changes. As you know, we share all the things that we're doing, but she's just taking it to the next uh, level and really going after excellence. And while she was talking, I was thinking about, you know, this has been kind of a, it's a gradual, not evolution, but gradual growth thing that we are on. And for me, when I started actually looking at my health and thinking about my health was 10 or 15 years ago, um, I started having a lot of, uh, we did not make medical claims at all, ever. No medical claims here. However, medical, there is medical stuff in our history that we can talk about. Um, but for me, I started having a lot of chronic back pain and I just could not accept that I was in my gosh, I mean, early thirties and like, I'm not going to let my back pain get me down and keep me from doing the things that I love to do. And so I, I tried a lot of different things and that's when I started swimming. Anyone who knows me knows that I swim laps um, very consistently for the last 15 years. But I started doing that as a way to loosen up my back and strengthen my back because I just was unwilling to accept that I was going to have back pain starting at age 30. Um, and in a similar way, when I um, was looking for answers before I got diagnosed with my autoimmune, um, I went to doctor after doctor trying to figure out what was wrong with me and why I was having all these challenges. And um, when I had had a lot of tests done and seen a lot of doctors, they kind of gave me a super generic um, diagnosis and said, like, really, we don't know what's wrong with you. We assume you're just depressed. So they tried to put me on antidepressants. And oh, I just remember that moment in the doctor's office. And I was like, I said to the doctor, like, I reject that. I do not accept depression in myself. Like, that is not what is going on. There is something going on in my body that I've got to figure out what it is. I do not accept this medicine. I will not take this prescription. I reject that diagnosis. Um, and again, we're not making medical claims. I'm not saying that it's not that it's not it's not real. I just did not choose it for myself. And I just knew that I had to look at other ways of helping myself to be the best version of myself, to get better, to continue just not accepting defeat. I'm not accepting what my body is throwing at me and what aging throws at you. Um, and I'm just going to going to keep fighting it. And there are going to be other things that come our way. You know, we, we are aging. It's, that's a reality. We are going to get hit with other things that we can't control, but dang on it. We're going to take everything that we can control into our own hands, which is what we eat, which is the supplements that we take, which is, um, you know, drinking ketones, which is exercising all of those things that we can control. And Rebecca mentioned, doing a 24 hour fast every week and a 60 hour fast, which I've done many of, but I've fallen off and haven't done it for a while. And the benefits of that fasting and how it creates autophagy in your body, which is your body actually eating the dead cells, the cells that, that make you age and that bring on chronic disease, doing those fasts to get rid of that stuff out of your body so that we can continue being better. Right. And I mean, I'm here to tell you, I do not enjoy a 60 hour fast at all. 24 hour fast to me is nothing. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty easy uh, when you drink ketones and you're fat adapted, it's really not that challenging, but a 60 hour fast is something I never look forward to, except for the fact that I know, I know scientifically what it does for my body. And, um, I'm just going to stop doing excuses not to do it. Yes, it makes me uncomfortable, but you know what used to make me uncomfortable? Going to the gym. And, and now it's something when I wasn't able to go to the gym, when I was quarantined, I missed it. 
right? And um, even when we were coming out of COVID, my husband and I went on a couple of pretty easy, pretty flat, pretty slow bike rides because I'm like, we need to keep moving and we need to make sure that we're easing back into this. Like physical movement on a daily basis is something that's normal for me now, just like drinking water and drinking ketones. And I want to get to the point where that 60 hour fast once a month is something I I don't think about and I dread because it's just something that's part of my maintenance, part of taking care of my body. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to get to the point where that's just a normal thing that I do. And it's not something I have to kind of gear myself up to do anymore. All right, you all. Unbelievably, we are out of time. This has been such a fun episode to do. Um, but let me challenge you with a few things as we are getting off. Number one, if you do not have people in your life that are encouraging you in this way, who when you say, like, I'm struggling, they don't say, are you on social media? What are you watching? What are you doing? People who don't hold you accountable with longer fasts, who don't cheer you on when you're trying to find your better. Um, I just encourage you tap into the keto sisters community because that's what we're all about and there's so that's what we're all doing together and that's why women love this community because we do rally around each other and we have the support and the community all right well that's it for now go create your best life so if you're interested in learning more you can go to reallifeketo.com we have tons of resources there to help you on your real life keto journey lots of content to help you maximize what you're trying to do with your health now rebecca was a lawyer i am a lawyer Rebecca is a lawyer, so she loves disclaimers. Here she goes. Okay, so we are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not medical professionals. We're merely sharing our experiences and our opinions. And so you should not take anything that we say or present as medical advice. Moreover, you should always consult with your medical provider before making any changes to your supplementation, your nutrition, your exercise, whether or not you fast, just run all that by your medical provider. Also, any results we present may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? Do you know anyone else who uses the word moreover? Now, if you've made it this far, you would probably really get along well with Rebecca, but I would definitely make fun of you for it. <laughs>